0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Value Line Observer, brought to you by the Value Guys. I'm Vern Value. And I'm Val Hughes. And we're 20-year Wall Street veterans, and we got the scars to prove it, that have gone underground, changed our voices, adopted disguises changed our names you skipped that uh, we're former analyst portfolio we've been portfolio managers analysts what, what do you know that i well. don't know <laughs> yikes burn <laughs> we're here every week to bring you our unvarnished so. uncensored undressed views candid. on stocks very candid candid. as well yeah un doesn't work with that though uh, from the value line investment survey which is our source of ideas every week uh, but before before we do that uh, I need to issue a couple formal caveats.
1: Caveats, time. Our,
0: our attorneys make us go through this. Of course, we want to warn everybody. Is "warn" the right word? Bing, Notify bing, bing, everyone bing. <laughs> that this is for entertainment purposes entertainment only. Purposes. Absolutely only, and we're not responsible for anything that might happen up or down with the stock price of any stock that we talk about. I know about, almost nothing or don't talk about, about that these matter. stocks, just uh, There are a lot of other very important legal caveats of which you should be aware that you can read about and see pictures of us. And I'd love to you know, take a poll or whatever at our website, www.thevalueguys.com. Hey, I've got some exciting news, Vern, I want to share with you. Please, share it with our, our listeners, Our website's too.
1: about to change. Really? <laughs> Did I not mention that? Right now, it's just—it's got <laughs> a bunch of information about us, and you know, I just was up late writing some stuff, and Vern was, and we put it up. Uh, but we're about to—a uh, uh, gentleman uh, at financialcontent.org or somewhere or com—is going to uh, put some stock quoting stuff on our site to try to make it where you could actually get a stock quote. So. I'm not sure what he's doing. Well, in that, that might minute.
0: be useful when you're looking at or listening to the stocks that we've talked about that yeah, week. Yeah, exactly to his point. To be able to one click away from you're one click away. a snapshot view right. of that so stock. So I'm excited. I'm seeing some prototypes. It's exciting. exciting in the second times. half of the show, I'm going to come back with some, I mean, really inspired ideas for a recessionary economy. In in, in all of its different manifestations. Not amazing ideas this week? No, inspired. Just inspired. Just inspired. Okay. But you'll want to stick around for that. I'm not going to tell you who they are. You have to wait until the second. You
1: always tell who they are.
0: Not this week. Wow.
1: That's off the page.
0: But first, I'd like to turn the show over to the erudite elocutor on equities, Val Hughes. (laughs) I don't know what to say to that, if thank you is the appropriate response
1: or not. It is. Okay, then thank you very much. You're very welcome. All right, everyone. Uh, It's been a difficult week on Wall Street. as It's been for uh, really the whole length of the show, about three years. Uh, But we just press on. You know, fortunes are made in these times. You can't call the bottom. You know
0: why? Because we have the audacity of hope.
1: We do. We do. And every investor... Uh, Has that. And I would say if you're an investor for the first time, be glad, be glad, be very glad, because uh, other people's errors are your opportunity. So, um, you know, there's a lot of companies that sell at earnings yields. I want to make this point. Right now, there's companies. Obviously, we're going to continue to have an economy. Even in the 30s, the economy fell. 30% thirty percent I thought that's we were not,
0: just I thought we were just going to have a government
1: no well look look there's there's uh, there 's talk and then there 's reality. The reality is that in the worst period we can we have data for i 'm sure there 's worse periods like the plague was kind of a bad time, but um, in recent history uh, you know the, the economy was down about thirty percent, and that 's still seventy percent good right still working so It's still a big economy. If you have a $14 trillion economy, the good news is, in the worst historical case, it was still a $10.5 trillion economy, sort of apples to apples, which is still a huge economy. And the point to be made is, if you've got a good company, a good product, you know, clearly you can't be number two in the space, as Circuit City and Linens and things found out.
0: Where did Apple bottom Uh, last time? Apple? Yeah, in 2002.
1: I don't know, but, you know, when it almost went out of business, it went to two or three. But in in, in any case, um, you need to be number one in your space clearly these days. And with the Internet giving people instantaneous information, um, you know, people don't want to go to number two. It's simple as that. When number two was closest to your house or number two ran a big ad in the paper, maybe you went to number two. But now everyone's typing best of class, and if you're number two, you're out of business and mass attracts mass increasingly, and so linens and things, Circuit City, I don't need to say any more. So clearly the $4 trillion of the economy do. that could go away is going to be not the number one guys in the space. So we just have to wait this through. Here's another point I want to make. Obviously the market's melting down uh, when you talk about nationalizing banks, and this is a historic time. But when you talk about that, you're saying, hey, Bank equity holders, you may own zero, and that's why these things are going down. If you're wondering why they're going down, it's because people are talking up the idea of nationalization. I don't think that's going to happen because you don't want to take all the bank equity holders to zero. It just pisses a lot of people off, and it harms the general nature of free enterprise and all that. So we need to save the banks, and I think they will. Um, But a couple ideas this week, and I'm going to get to that eventually, are based on the notion that, The write-downs to book value, this mark-to-market accounting that's forcing equity values down, equity book values down on the basis of current trading, there's panic.
0: And then offsetting deleveraging.
1: There's panic in people. And here's my theory. I've been studying past panics, and people have heard me talk about this. I was going through industrial production data recently, and Vern, I know you follow this. It's plunging. There's no period in time where industrial production is steeper than it is now and if you're interested in going to the data, go to the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis site. They have an amazing site, downloadable stuff, graphics, scatter blocks. Will, I think
0: people really, they should look at long-term uh, trend in personal consumption expenditures. Yes. Which recently turned negative on a year-over-year basis for the first time only since, well, let's see, World War II. Well,
1: I understand that, though, Vern. People borrowed too much money. They used the collateral of their house that was based on market values that weren't sustainable because income to value got out of whack. There's going to be a period of adjustment, but there's still some great stocks and some great values. And here's my point. Government bonds are yielding about 3.5%. If you buy them, you get 3%. I've got some companies today that if we bought the whole company, we'd earn 25%. And these are enduring companies that are going to survive this period, And uh, I want to get to them now. Principal Financial, PFG, page 2564. Um, I've talked about this in the past. And what do they do? They're a big, you know, insurance company and asset manager based in Des Moines. This stock has been crushed. Now, I bought this recently. I had management on the phone last week. And the recent mark-to-market accounting that they had to take and the losses they ran through uh, their books to create the erosion of book value, um, it doesn't look like it's going to be how things really turn out. A lot of the things they have on their books, they're going to hold to maturity. And when you have to do mark-to-market, write these assets down to the level they would sell at today, but you're not going to sell them, and the borrowers are still paying the loans, so their current loans, a lot of this is just... Uh, really, based on the fear of what might happen, not what has happened, and in the case of principal, the stocks at eleven ninety nine the book value, as reported by value line, is twenty four dollars and i 'll just tell you that, according to management, that is their best estimate with a lot of conservatism as to the current market value of the securities on their books, less the debt that 's what these big companies are their securities. It's all a lot of it, you know, you can, you can look at the value of it. And in the case where it's not liquid, they've done present value analysis uh, using discount rates that are high in the teens in an environment where treasuries are at 3%. So um, this thing looks very solid. It's got a 4% yield. You may have to wait. And then the kicker is that they've got an asset management business that's off balance sheet, but if you look at the value line, it generates $2 billion dollars, Roughly in revenue, that all hits the bottom line. It's fee based, and so I look at that compared to 260 million shares. That's about nine bucks a share. If I'm doing that right, in other income that's not in the book value. Now there's going to be costs against that, obviously, uh, to run the money. But it's uh, you know it's a business that generally, generally sells at a multiple of revenue. And so there's some free value just sitting there in this asset manager. Now, granted, assets have taken a hit, but um, they're out there generating, you know, new business. They're tied in with a lot of uh, profit sharing and pension funds and 401K plans. And so every week, a little bit of money rolls into the funds that are managed by principal financial, an engine of asset growth. And so uh, this thing just completely has been mispriced due to the mark to market accounting. I could go on and on, but I'm running out of time. Yes, you are. Principal Financial, ticker PFG, page 2560.
0: He he owns the stock, so that's well, one of I those do. caveats I was supposed well, to. Well, I own you it.
1: Out. I mean, I'm telling you about the passion of owning it, Vern. That's what you're hearing you're here. You're passionate it's just,
0: about. Well, it's principle. cheap
1: as hell, my friend. And uh, I'm just walking. I'm going with management, loan by loan, asset by asset, <laughs> and I'm convinced that mark-to-market accounting. Is causing this thing to create fear that's crushing the PE. It's four times earnings burn, <laughs> four times. God damn it. Okay, Manhattan Associates, page twenty five ninety nine. What do I like about this? I have no I idea. I know. I hope I'm not boring the listeners, but these are some interesting ideas. Now, this is—is is this not, a
0: want or a need? Uh,
1: you know, I didn't even talk about this. I think it's. Here's my theme on this one. The other okay. one was asset value. This is these guys are productivity enhancers. Okay, they develop and market supply chain execution software and services. Now what? you might say, that's discretionary, Val. Why would you recommend that? Okay, hey, Val, it is. Val, that's
0: discretionary.
1: It's discretionary to the next cycle's losers. You know what I'm saying? The winners are right now taking advantage of the weakness of their competitors, and they're <laughs> buying more tools to crush Passion. the competition. That's right. And Manhattan is selling the ability to become more productive. They have an ROI-based sell. If you spend this money today, it's a two, two, do three, four, three-year. Do you own this? Or do year. You I do not. I'm oh. just looking at it okay. for the first time. Um, you know, I could read you the value line Where's stuff. Where's the stock price? Let me summarize the value line, read on this. Things look bad, okay? <laughs> Global economy, bad. That's what we've got going here. But what I'm going to suggest is they're best of class. They've got mid-teens operating margins. The stock's at 15 it's 15 times earnings. Why do I it's have not to buy
0: their product?
1: Because you're going to beat the competitor, because you're going to lower your costs. They do. In other words, I so, don't
0: have to buy the product.
1: Not if you're one of the losers of the next cycle. Then you'll be just sitting back <laughs> going, don't advertise, don't spend on R&D, don't improve so the I company. So I will be cool and, if and you'll I don't. Be, you'll be gone. You're the linens and things of the future, my friend. The winners are buying Manhattan Associates products. They're out seeking those clients. They're doing... Low teens returns on capital with no debt, Vern, no debt. They have eighty five million in cash, which is four bucks a share on a fifteen dollar stock price. So that lowers my PE to about eleven, which isn't five or anything, but on an enterprise value to EBITDA. Isn't the market
0: twelve?
1: Listen, let me tell you, I've had a lot of write ins about what's this or enterprise less? value to EBITDA. EBITDA is earnings, earnings. Before, before interest, interest taxes, taxes, depreciation, depreciation and, and amortization. amortization. This is the cash we would get if we bought all the stock and all the debt, and I personally believe it's comparable Pre-tax. to a bond yield if we took that same money and just went and bought a bond. We got an, a coupon. We'd owe tax on that. We'd owe tax on this. So, um, you know, it's, I think, a way to equalize across asset classes what the yield is. And then, of course, in a stock, you get the potential of the increase in Capital the underlying appreciation. value. Capital uh, I digress. Manhattan Associates, they've got software. I like the annuity. A lot of what they do is probably replacement or upgrades or continuations. Their sales have been growing every year going back. Their margins down a little bit, but they're probably giving up a little okay, bit. Okay, principle's
0: a better idea. What else you got? I don't
1: know. I'm just getting into this for the people that are interested in it. And uh what else? It's software. I'm out of time. Okay. Uh, so convince man. me that SPSS up, is a better idea. Can I just lead here? Yeah. You know? Okay, thank you. SPSS, ticker, SPSS, handy, page 2614. This is another software idea. I think it's an annuity over time. They do uh, software that helps companies figure out where to sell product. And again, the losers of the next cycle aren't going to buy this. But if you want to reduce your customer acquisition costs, figure out where the customers are. That's key to getting a customer, by the way. Traditional methods are working less and less. And, um, you know, I think they're a survivor. But think very
0: hard about putting all of your life savings into a business where you need an independent what are product about? to tell you I who the I have a minute is. left. That's very interesting. I'm editing that out. Okay, that?
1: they have $150 million of debt. It's 2.5% convert at 46. The stock's 26. I'd be happy to sell stock at 26. That's a good deal. Yeah. On an enterprise value to EBITDA basis, it's $325 million in enterprise value. they got $300 million in cash, ladies and gentlemen, on, what, 18 million shares. That's $18 a share Are you in kidding? cash. The stock's at 26. So you don't really have to believe all that much in the product, Okay. Um, But their product helps people find customers cheaper. Yes, it's, you know, deferrable and all that, uh, but they've got a lot of cash. If they stop selling stuff tomorrow, they could pay everyone at their company for a year and a half just to sit around. So I like this one. Are they looking for anybody? Probably. We need to call them. Uh, Page 2614. And with that, I'd like to turn the show, and I really apologize. I'd hope to do a little more work this week. But I just ran out of time. I'd say it was about par um, for the course. Okay, so anyway, there's a couple of good ideas. Are you going to say something uh, nice about so, me? And so, yes, with a okay. great deal of ado this week, uh-huh. I'd like to introduce Vern Value. A great deal. Did you and hear that?
0: I don't have any particular. I have. I promised you inspired ideas for a uh, global recession. Well, I've got them for you, folks. Um, the first one. And you may not have heard of this company, maybe you saw the name in a in a news story and just passed right over it because it didn't really mean anything to you but it's lazard limited symbol symbol l a z and if you don't know Lazard they're in two primary businesses financial advisory sixty two percent of revenue and yeah. asset management thirty eight i don't know you did you know that they have a family of funds and They've been actively making, I guess, acquisitions to I help build business. I did not know that. that. I knew
1: they had funds. I did not know, but it is a good time to acquire. Absolutely. They
0: uh, at the end of of two thousand eight, they had ninety one billion under management. Uh,
1: divide that by shares, my friend.
0: They're big. It's about seventy five cents a share. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, no, it's not. It must be seven fifty or something well, like that.
1: Well, three times revenue has been a traditional rule of thumb to value an asset manager. Just FYI, out there, so okay. you can, you know, per share you can calculate an estimate of the value. Yeah, of okay.
0: That. Thank you. Certainly, Vern. I appreciate it. Thank that. you. But my play on Lazard is uh, my thesis is uh, based on the financial advisory business because Lazard is a uh, uh, this is a boutique investment bank, if you'd like to think of it that way. They uh, investment advi- advisory, things like that. Yeah, and they are particular. They're particularly well known. Uh, for a strong track record in being able to maximize asset values uh, when managing distressed M&A situations, uh, they have a, I, I think they have a big workout specialty. Um, you know, if you're in trouble, if you're going to the wall, if you've got to try to get every penny because you're already down seventy percent, or, you know, these are the guys you want working for you. And they, this—this uh, is, this is an international business. Uh, roots in New York, Paris, and London, established in 1848. So, I, I mean, they, they don't just—they don't just know the movers and shakers. The movers and shakers are their nieces and nephews. They, uh, they
1: didn't get caught up in the uh, in, in the mortgage. Uh,
0: no crisis. right, they don't. It, they're not. They're not. They're not estimated. operating as a bank like. Uh, they're not principal investors. In no, like pools Lehman of did, for example. No, none no. of that kind of thing. It's
1: above the fray.
0: So it's. Uh, I mean, the PE uh, seventeen at the price value line shows twenty nine fifty. The stock actually closed today at about twenty eight dollars. So there's a. It, it's at a premium to market, but uh, on a cash flow basis, I don't. You know, it's. It's less than ten times the last peak in cash flow. Now, cash flow is down because of the contraction in overall M and A volumes, and basically, I'm predicting that that's going to rebound now. And uh, according to Value Line's long-term forecast for cash flow, um, you know, seven times or so. So, um, you know, it's uh, down a third from its high, and I think now in a range where you can consider buying. This is a this is a diamond. This is a uh, Tiffany kind of. Uh, uh, property in its space because of its unique risk characteristics, which is the thing you pointed out, and position in the industry. They're handling Charter Communications right now, which I think is a, a bankruptcy situation. Uh, An ex-Lazard guy, Steve Bloom, is one of the what four individuals on President Obama's um, auto industry bailout committee. Yes. Yeah, Geitner and uh, who else is on that? Uh, is Paul Volcker, maybe I don't know. Um, it, it, I, I was looking at a list of what they'd worked on recently. They uh, they advised, I believe, Lloyds on the acquisition of HBOs. They were involved in the Fortis situation. They've sold something out of Lehman. They represented Bear Stearns in the sale to uh, to uh, Morgan. So I, you know they have quite the pedigree. Uh, the uh, equity Are you market interviewing
1: over there, Vern, or the, what? What's the... <coughs> I mean,
0: the, uh, the, they, they have a billion two of debt. There's 900 million of cash assets, but I don't know if you can really uh, incorporate that into your valuation or not. But according to Value Line, only 35 million of debt due in the next five years. So, really long term paper, great funding base, and I don't have to worry about any kind of repayment risk or anything. Uh, the market cap is probably about 3.5, 3.6 billion. Uh, put another billion on that i uh, got about a half a billion dollars of uh, EBITDA, and I've got about a 10 multiple. So, uh, um, you know, something that traditionally is quite expensive um, in, a, in a range where you can buy it and should be a primary beneficiary of distress in the financial services industry. Wall Street industry.
1: does not exist, Fern? Will Lazard still be a good Well, bond? they will
0: have gotten paid to wind it all down and to sell off individual little pieces to uh, okay. other entities yeah, and – right. uh, I mean, they—they they know everybody. People wish they knew the Lazard people. I think you know. You probably have to audition to be a customer, client. Uh, uh, next idea. I'm going to go to the opposite end of the spectrum, advising the rich and infamous. We have uh, help from man on the street. A new addition to the value line investment survey, Cash America International. I've owned this stock a couple different times. I owned this back in the mid nineties. This thing was a real yeah. flyer. I um, this years that was ago. right after they came public, I think. It's around in the eighties. Value line showing seventeen sixty nine. No, stock closed today fifteen sixty nine. So that puts it at a using value lines numbers, I'm under seven times earnings. Uh, the stock's down sixty percent. I I guess because they have a very uh, unique risk situation going on. Uh, there's apparently about 500 locations of the traditional Cash America pawn shop. Which, by the way, if you've never seen one of their establishments, the, basically the idea is to take a retail category that had significant opportunity for uh, uh, for call it penetration growth by standardizing on a certain minimum standard of service and uh, privacy and Simple, uh, you know, uh, decent cleanliness it's like of facilities. People, you, they trusted it. Yeah, I mean, it was a good, you know, a place you felt comfortable going into, uh, where you could raise some money if you had a short-term cash flow problem. I was
1: there just a, a few days ago.
0: And uh, they have about 500 of these locations, 21 states. So there's room in the United States for growth. They uh, recently bought a; uh, uh, they're a majority owner. Of a Mexican chain of 112 pawn shops under a local name, so they're not the American, you know, the they're not Cash America in Mexico. Cash um, Mexico. But perhaps. they also have apparently 140. They're, they're, I'm a little confused by the different uh, brands that are mentioned here. So they have about 140. Um, I guess, they're they're like a a place where you can go to get an advance on your paycheck. Fern, why do I care?
1: I'm not sensing. Well, why in I a in a care. tough
0: economy where people have lost jobs and are worried about simply putting food on the table or making a car payment or uh, uh, keeping their child in college or whatever it is. Is the stock cheap? Down 60% at under $16 compared with $4 of gross cash flow and $2 of net free cash flow is four and eight times are those multiples. So four times cash flow. I've, I've invested money in this business and I'm getting 25% back That's before four, I decide uh, whether to spend it on growth or a big dividend to myself okay. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, value Line's launched it with a three rating, I guess, because of the stock being down so much. I have a uh, a uh, equity market cap under 500 million. Call it 475. I've got about four and a quarter of debt, so I've got about 900 million total enterprise value. I have, according to Value Line at least $180 million of EBITDA. So I'm under five times with the stock having been crushed because certain states are starting to enact limitations on pricing that you can use on these payday loan businesses. Uh, and Cash America's reaction in Ohio, Florida, and Pennsylvania is to close 43 of the 140 stores. So I think I have to assume the other 100 go. And so there's some fraction of this cash flow that isn't part of the long-term value. But yeah. can I reduce my debt with the proceeds from selling them? I don't know. So there's an unknown here, and I'd want to do a little work on that. But the thing is super cheap and should have a good uh, real opportunity. And and if you think Cash America is a little too old school, well, then how about eBay, which is basically a 21st century pawn shop. I love eBay. Um, and it's on sale. This stock was 40 last year. $50 uh 2 years earlier, it's 12 it's not even 13.35, it's 12. are not
1: down, they're flat. Right?
0: Value line says they're down in 09 from 08. 08, let's see, uh, every year up until 09 according to Value line. Now there's been some acquisitions and maybe core growth has slowed. I, I'm not so worried about that. I mean at this point at $12 at at 5 times enterprise value to EBITDA the question is whether they're going to make it, whether the business model makes sense anymore. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if things are going to be that bad and we're going to have a barter economy, you're going to need a marketplace the, to barter.
1: That is not in question. When you look at they report a number. It's not in their revenue. It's the total amount, the value of goods sold on their site. Yeah. And it's... It's a hundred billion
0: dollars. They own PayPal, they're which you're seeing of the everywhere economy. now. They're
1: an annuity.
0: They, they, yeah, and they're starting to finally leverage the platform. So, um, I think you have to be all over this. This thing is seven times gross cash. eBay, folks. The symbol is e b a y. Cash America, c s h. You do a little less work. there. And, and Lazard is to... l a z. No, I, there's. There's not a lot to say. The funny thing to me is that Cash America and eBay have almost the exact same chart over the last year and a half, and they're both trading at almost the exact same valuation, although one of them is about 30 times larger than the other. Yeah. But they're doing the same thing. The market is valuing them the same way. I want to own both, but for for goodness sakes, buy eBay if you're only going to buy one. Because it's the 21st century pawn shop, right? Well, Lizard and 22nd, for, uh,
1: I don't think there's going to be a new way to instantaneously communicate they with they everyone. They have such and a huge head now. start here. And I, uh, I want to revisit something. You know, yeah. industrial production, I mentioned plunging. I didn't want to leave the listener with that. It plunged in 74 and we came out of it. And that oh, it was. plunged uh, in 82 and 83,
0: yeah, I think. It plunges every uh, so often. Yeah, every 10 and years. And then
1: it returns because things get cheap enough for new people to get involved. I just didn't want to leave people, and you know, I, I was fearing some bad dreams or whatever. No, it'll come back. We'll be fine. But there,
0: there seems to be some general acknowledgement that it could be a little while. It will be. Well, there was a lot
1: of debt that spurred a lot of demand that was on assets that aren't there. See, I'm, I'm looking, and it's going to take
0: a while to work through. You know what makes these inspired ideas? They Uh, all, they all of these businesses should have unit growth in the current economy.
1: Oh, I, I can't say the same thing. Right, eBay, I don't think will they oh, they they've got a multiple of the economy. We'll see you next week, and, folks. Uh, that's that. Principal's my favorite this week. PFG. Thank you, everybody.